Hello, everyone, and welcome to the J Free 906 podcast. This is a recording of a live stream video podcast that was done on the YouTube channel J Free 906 with special guest Karen Publicover. Enjoy this recording. This is Robert Clotworthy, the narrator of The Curse of Oak Island, and I have a question for you. Could it be that you are listening to The Curse of Oak Island and Beyond live stream? This is a top pocket find, mate, for sure. All right, we are live. Hey, welcome everyone to the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond live stream. I am your host, Jeff Freeman, and right over here, I have returning to the co-host chair, Jack Campbell. Welcome back, Jack. Thank you, Jeff. It was good to be back. Even All right, it's good to have you. Working for double sure. time right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, folks, we are so excited that we have with us here tonight Karen Public Cover, and we've been waiting for this for such a long time. Welcome, Karen. Thank you Welcome. for being here. Thank you. Pleasure. Now, Karen is uh, on a tablet, and she is sitting outside. If you guys can see that picture, let me get the banner out of the way. There we go. Uh, she is sitting outside, and you are looking across the causeway. And uh, we're looking over there. It's getting dark. I know we wanted to come on a little earlier if we could have, but uh, anyway. So what a treat we have tonight to be seeing live across the causeway. So anyway, <laughs> let's get started with this. I'm so excited. So Karen, tell us, what is it like to live on the other side of the causeway from Oak Island? And never a dull moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bet. You have to take the good with the bad. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, spot. There's no question. Well, I tell you what, you uh, we really appreciate so very, very much the that um, you share all these pictures with us uh, all the time of the vehicles going back and forth and the pictures. And we have some that I'm going to bring up tonight. And folks, I got to tell you, if you've been out to Karen's uh, Facebook page, which is Oak Island from the other side of the causeway, and it's in the uh, linked in the description of the show tonight, you got to check that out. And follow her on this page because I tell you what, she shares so many great things with us uh, for Oak Island. And I tell you, uh, today, I, I think, well, no, actually, I think it was yesterday, we got some pictures that were of Maddie Blake. They were shooting something out on the causeway, right? I think the opening uh, segment for the new show, for the show that hasn't been announced yet, but yeah, and possibly one for digging down. They were out there for two hours. So it's a long time. Two hours. I got a I got a picture I'm going to show here real quick. Just uh, there it is there. Let me blow it up a little bit. And uh, yeah, so there they are. They're all there on the causeway working. And of course, you know, Karen has to deal a lot of times with that that pesky big mosquito that's buzzing around her place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, is, uh, I think there might be a new operator because that operator had that drone pretty close to our place. And normally they stay you know, a reasonable distance away, but really, I, yeah, we could have hit it with a broom. <laughs> yeah. I think I got a picture. Yeah. Check this out, folks. You got Look at this. I can't believe, look at that. Look how close that is. <laughs> and that is that, that's actually kind of hovering over your property. Is it not? No, that, that one is actually at the end of the causeway that, that oh, okay. says no trespassing the islands close to visitors. So, so that one is actually over the causeway, but I took that from the boathouse. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that's something I, you know, and that's, you know, I guess as nice as it is, as it is uh, to be able to jump in your kayak and just go cruise around uh, the island and then share these beautiful pictures with us. 
yeah, like you said, sometimes it's not so great, right? Well, you have to take the good with the bad. I mean, we have uh, 60 vehicles probably going over every morning at uh, varying rates of speed. Some mm. are flying, other are very respectful. But uh, just this week, for example, there have had oh, there at least oh 40 truckloads of stone going back and forth a day on wow. these days. It's been crazy. So lots of engine brakes. Breaking. They start really early, usually around 6.30 or so, and uh, and they just go all day. Wow. So stone, what do you think they're doing? What are they doing with the stone, do you think? My best guess is they're filling in a big hole that's in the Smith's Cove area because I did have a picture of the uh, dump truck kind of backed up to that area. It's in front of the uh, the sorting machine that's been sitting there now for several years. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But, uh, yeah, it's sitting in front of that. So that was a very deep big hole and i'm guessing they're filling that in filling it back in wow so they yeah, start about what 6 30 in the morning coming in yeah. then yeah they do yeah 6 30. oh my goodness so wake up if you like or not. about the same time or a day earlier what was that sorry was the casting crew earlier or, or right about that time also the crew starts rolling in around 6.30 or so, and then um, pretty steady until at least 7.30, 8 o'clock. Yeah, there are lots of cars. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, and sometimes I know that you also have to deal with, uh, you know, people, um, you know, whether it be in the middle of the day or whether it be at night, you know, you often get times where people are not very respectful of your property, um, and that, and I know that that's going to, that's going to happen from time to time. And, you know, look, the, I mean, this is, this is it right here, folks. That's the, that's the fence, a uh, privacy fence that's up next to the, um, the property that she owns over on the other side of that, um, fence right there. Uh, and you see the sign. I mean, every day, I mean, that does every day I could take a picture of 20 cars there every day. And normally that wouldn't be a problem, but when that car parks there, three cars parked behind it and then a motorhome usually shows up with no fail so trying to get that turned around is difficult mm. a lot yeah, of times they'll just say they'll let you you know turn around and then come back on but yeah i'm um, funny story i had uh, i like to call them thelma and louise showed up in a motorhome one time and and uh, this was you know a mid to late age couple both female uh, they couldn't turn around. They had this humongous motorhome and couldn't turn it. So uh, no. I went out to try and guide them. And, and uh, I said, really, you know, you should be okay. I think we can do this. And she said, but we just bought this in Ontario. And we've never backed up. And, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you plan on going forward the entire trip. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> took forever to get them turned but it was really quite funny and they were very sweet but uh yeah i'm like good luck going straight <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because you're not going to be going straight all the time there are going to be certain like this one where you're going to have to back up oh my goodness and i bet you do you get to see all kinds of that yeah yeah always interesting so for sure <laughs> but it can get pretty jammed up out there mm -hmm. like we can have up to 30 people there at a time so when that happens, it gets a little crazy. Right. Now, did a local constable come in to try to help you out, Eddie, or? <laughs> no. 
no i i mean we don't involve them there it's it's just not worth it because you know when this person leaves 50 others are right behind them so yeah yeah i can imagine people moving you know just keep it keep it moving keep the area opened up so people can turn around and and go on on their merry way so it's just uh-huh. tricky it's closed um, when the museum's open it's good they can drive over they can turn they can actually say they step foot on oak island it's right. all good but since covid it's been closed um personally i really think it's time to open um everything else is open here um, all other museums are open coffee shops are open really it could be open so many people are disappointed on a daily basis yeah. You know, so. they've driven hundreds of miles in some cases and are so disappointed when they get to the end of the causeway and they're just like, what? We can't go there. So a lot of people wow. just do, go. you know, like I said, they've driven a long way. Right. Uh, you opened up around August 9th, the border for the United States to come over. Roughly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, and I think they have to be double vaccinated in order to, to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and now there was your uptake of traffic, I would imagine, right there. An uptake, Probably. yeah, for sure. For sure. Sorry, my exterior light keeps going on and off. <laughs> no, it's actually good when it's on. We can see you better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll move in a little closer. There you go. Yeah. So I tell you what, it's, uh, yeah. So living there obviously does have its pros and cons. And, uh, oh, but I tell you, you know, the fact that you can jump in your kayak and cruise around over there, it, it's, uh, that's, that's a treat. And some of the pictures that you've taken, not just of the island itself, but also around the, you know, some of the sunset pictures. And I, I've got a few more I'll show in just a bit, but, you know, there's some of those sunset pictures that are just phenomenal. And I got to say, you're, you're very good with taking these pictures. I got to hand it to you. They're actually quite good. And yeah, and, so uh, we have both worlds because we own both sides. So when it's windy and nasty on one side, it's usually calm and beautiful on the other side. Uh, sunrises and sunsets both. So really, we are very spoiled. And when we bought the place in 99, uh, there was no one here. It was so quiet. We might see three, four cars a week. That's it. So, uh, wow. So, but now hundred cars a day. <laughs> wow. That that's yeah, that's that's crazy. Um Linda was saying I have a question about kayaking. Let's see. I didn't uh I was trying to see it here. Um I don't actually see it. Why am I not seeing the picture or the question? Lots of people to go around. So uh Normally, in an hour, we'll get me all the way around, but I'm I'm stopping to take pictures and to look at things, and yeah, so it's a beautiful kayak. But it can blow up too; it can get nasty. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can work really hard to get back. Oh, just a few weeks ago, we we set out from um, the boathouse side and went around, and by the time we got around, it was very choppy, and mm. one of the with us didn't swim. We all had life jackets, of course, and we had two lifeguards right. with us. But uh, he was quite concerned, quite concerned. And uh, we were taking on a little bit of water. Um, so I just motioned for everybody to go on to Oak Island. And then we carried the kayak from there. Yep. Now, oh, this is, oh, yeah, so that was Barbara. Barbara did ask. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was in the, uh, Linda was telling me, it's in, your, it's in your notes. And it is. It's right here in my notes. Barbara asked the question, how dangerous is it kayaking in the bay? And there you go. Yeah, it can so, be very like tonight so beautiful i would ease like i go by myself a lot 
I'm and normally I wouldn't set out unless it was beautiful and calm. But um, when the group of us set out, it blew up. So uh, so yeah, we were we were pretty wet. But I mean, never to the point where I was concerned. Again, we were all wearing life jackets. We stay close right. to shore. You can go to shore at any time. So uh, so you know, most of the time, it's really good. Yeah, and I, I suppose in an emergency situation, they probably wouldn't get too mad at you if you did kind of go up on the bank of the of the island for a minute just to empty the water out of the kayak or something. <laughs> no, I'm sure they'd be right there to help us. I know they would. <laughs> yeah, well, that's neat that you have that relationship with everybody. Karen, how deep is the water going around the island? It's it depends. Like it, you know, it goes in completely shallow at the shore. So. Uh, so there are spots where it drops off and it's quite deep. There are a couple of channels like between Oak Island and Frog Island, for example, it's quite deep there. Um, mm. And that's where Tony rescued the guy that had capsized his little boat. Um, yep. He was in trouble there. Um, but again, we stay close to shore and it's quite shallow. Like I can see the bottom all the way around and see everything on the bottom. The water is crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, and that was like one of the pictures that you had shared with us um, was of the um, uh, the swamp. And I and I and I was mentioning to you the, uh, this to you in the pre-show. Let me get to that. I'm going to try to find that picture real quick. Um, and I, I think I mentioned this actually on our, our regular show the other day. Um, here it is here. And I mean, I have never since I've been watching this show since season one, never seen the swamp so green before. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, they, they pumped it out, I suppose, and then just left it. I mean, what's uh, why is it are they continually pumping it? Do they have to do that all the time? Or they have been pumping it pretty steady this year for sure. Every time I go around, like the, the pump is running. Um, and I spoke with Scott Barlow a couple of uh, weeks ago. He was over just checking the pump to make sure it was still running. And uh, um, he had actually turned it off at that point because I think it was down that low. Now we've had some rain since then, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they have been keeping it pretty pretty dry this year which is why the vegetation has grown up so well right yeah yeah i've noticed that i like i said i've never seen it quite so green now that is you know and they really as far as i know and you know they really haven't been doing that much uh activity in the swamp this year is that is that your impression as well or? for sure i expected to see more like i would expect to see that big swamp digger come back with the tracks mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. uh, they've kept it pumped out but I haven't personally even seen choice in there. I've seen them in different spots up near the money pit and near 10X and down closer to that mysterious bottomless hole that they refer to down where the stone triangle is. They yes. Some work. Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen them in the swamp this year myself. Right. Well, I know that they pretty much, you know, they, they, they cleaned out the, uh, um, they, they pretty much got the road figured out where the road was going across from the southeast corner from the ocean. Um, oh, yeah, Linda just said waiting on permits. Um, so they, they've, they've uh, you know, they found that the stone paveway that was about, what was it, Jack, 70 feet, 20 by yeah. 70, something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, as it turned left and went up alongside the, um, the, uh, the east side of the swamp um, and then turned. So I guess at that point, you've pretty much excavated that um you know jack and i really wanted to see at the you know remember at the end of season eight they found that wood anomaly right down well probably right in front of the picture that we were just looking at they found those pieces of wood and a piece of timber under there so we were really hoping that they would put in a uh coffer dam around it and, and yeah and dig it up here and i did speak with rick about that um 
earlier this year, just after he arrived, I asked him how things were going and, and um, you know, what was basically going on. And he said, you know, that was our plan is the, the coffer dam to go encompass the swamp and the road and some of the ocean. Um, but they're being blocked on permits right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Linda was saying too. Yeah. Blocked on permits. Wow. Yeah. And we yeah, really want to see that. I know. Rick, Rick has his eye in the swamp and I have my ship that I want to see. So we're, <laughs> we're both kind of. Yeah. I don't know if it's a ship, Jack. Maybe it is. We'll, we'll have to wait and find I'll, out. I'll yes. party for right now. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Joe, uh, I guess Janet wants to know if uh, you have ever uh, gotten out in, uh, out your kayak to get, oh, gotten out of your kayak to take pictures and then got chased off the island. Oh, never chased off. Actually, a, a funny story. I had friends visiting from New Brunswick and we walked across the causeway and down onto the beach. And really in Nova Scotia, you're able to go below the high water mark on any island, on oh, any wow. piece, not private. So, uh, so we did walk across and we heard this crashing and smashing through the woods. And I was like, <gasps> you know, what is that, a deer or what is it? And Rick came busting out of the woods. I was like, oh my, he scared me. He scared my friends. And he goes, oh, Karen, I didn't realize that was you. He said, run through the woods. If I'd known it was you, I said, sorry. Um, yeah, just show my friends around. And uh, I'm looking for sea glass. That's that's my treasure. And, uh, mm -hmm. and he said, okay, but you would tell me if you found the treasure, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, of course it would rick yes of course they would yeah <laughs> now tell me are they are they uh you know, we get the impression from watching the show for for you know eight seasons now we get the impression that rick and marty uh and gary drayden all the gang out there are so genuine and really nice people is that your impression as well Totally. I mean, salt of the earth, really. Um, and I can say that for, you know, most of them. I haven't really met Marty that much or had much dialogue, but Gary and Rick and, and Tony and Charles and Jack. And yeah, I, they're awesome people for sure. For sure. What Who, you who's the funniest? Who's the funniest of all of them? By a long shot. Who? I'm sorry, you broke up there. Oh, Gary Drayton, by a long shot. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> You do not know what he is going to say. <laughs> I get that impression. I figured that's what you would say would be Gary because uh, it, he was over. He now he was over on your beach too, wasn't he? At one point, was they came over for a day, but it was stored there. I had found a uh, a pretty cool hinge, um, encased or encrusted with uh, sediment. And when they were here filming, there must be deer around. That light keeps coming on, so don't be surprised if you see something going. <laughs> Probably a deer, but uh, or my husband, <laughs> <laughs> or your husband. There he is. <laughs> Hello, husband. How you doing? Yeah. Welcome anyway, to the show. When we were filming the um, the rocks being removed from the museum, I showed Rick my yes. my engine. He's like, "Wow, that's incredible!" Like, would you allow me to take that and get it carbon dated? And I said, "Or dated at least." I said, "Of course. Why wouldn't I?" So he took it along, and then the guys are like, cut, cut, cut. We want to work that into the show. So we redid the whole thing, and, and Rick went on his, his way. I'm, I didn't talk to Rick for probably nine months. I mean, he comes and goes. We're gone. Mm -hmm. We're not usually here in the winter much. And uh, right. when I finally see him, he said, oh, Karen, I owe you an apology. I, I, 
didn't get back to you on your hinge. And I said, well, I'm dying to know what's the scoop. And he said, oh, it's 155 years old. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. And he said, but it's missing. So I'm like, what? He says, yeah, it's gone missing. So we don't know if it was taken or if it's just gone. Apparently, all of the artifacts they find go to where the provincial government has them housed somewhere in a oh. warehouse where everything is stored until the museum here, you know, meets all of the standards required to house artifacts or whatever. I don't know, a bit of a story. So um, right. he said, I'm sorry. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll bring Gary Drayton over, over and we'll metal detect your beach and we'll find you another hinge. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> 55 year old hinges are probably not that <laughs> no no i don't think so yeah so, but they came over they spent the day they metal detected i'm metal detected with them it was really informative gary's awesome like he loves teaching people and and showing them and and giving them advice on where to look and how to look and so mm-hmm. long story short we didn't find anything although we did find I'll, I'll get back to that in a second but he said you know i'm really sorry we didn't find anything but you know i'm sorry hopefully we'll be able to get your hinge back so weeks later i was out watching the sunset and gary stopped and came over sat on the cannon with me he goes so have you metal detected and i said no he goes get out there girl you need to metal detect so <laughs> i'm like yeah right so i did i went out metal detected and i found another hinge oh it was really much worse shape than the first one it basically mm-hmm. crumbled when i picked it up but i oh, i wow. did get I'll look it up, see if I can. I have a picture of the original one and the second one. So I'll try and send them to you, you know, when I have a oh, chance. That's great. Because I have literally thousands of pictures. Um, right. So I, I did find the hinge, which was pretty cool. And um, and hopefully mine will come back someday. I'm hoping. But... <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, you mentioned the cannons. You were sitting on the cannon with it. Is Tell us about the cannons. Now, those were originally, oh, I guess I should back up just a little bit. Because you you purchased the museum from Fred Nolan, um, in yeah. And when what year was that? That was in ninety nine. Okay, um, and then those those stones that he had those stones, and that's when we first saw you was in that episode when they came over with the jackhammer and they busted up the concrete and got the stones out and put them together. So yes. uh, you're that made you world famous right there, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but those cannons, tell us about those cannons. Well, they were uh, those, here when we bought them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are, I, I know for sure there are seven, but I'm thinking there might be nine because we did some excavation work just beside the old museum and found one the other day. So uh, so there are cannons around here. Oh, my battery's low. That's not good. Um, yeah, so we did find some, uh, some other cannons, but I know for sure there are seven that are mounted on platforms and... Uh, um, Apparently, they were salvaged off of shipwrecks off of Sable Island. So, wow. And Sable Island. Now we're. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's off the coast of Nova Scotia. Um, it's famous for its wild horses and shipwrecks. It's the oh, great wow. area. To, well, I think there are over 500 shipwrecks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, when they're offering tours out of Halifax, so I need to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of tours, have you been on a tour of? Uh, you, have you been on the Oak Island tour, the actual oh, guided one? Had, uh, we had clients from Belgium that mm-hmm. uh, we built houses for a living, by the way, and uh, we had built them a house, and uh, they were so excited to go to Oak Island and insisted I go with them. So I had been on a tour way back when. Um, there used to be a little old school bus 
our daughter was only five at the time. So, uh, yeah, she's uh, 39 now. So uh, we did the then and we did it just a couple of years ago with my or just before COVID with my Belgian uh, clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I've, I've been on a few tours. So you probably know, I would imagine, do you know the island just as well as most of the cast members do or the people that are there all the time, I would guess? Maybe oh, yeah. more. Fred, private tour, Fred Nolan, we dropped over. He showed us, you know, Nolan's Cross. He told us all about the rocks. And I. it God. was a lot information and it was myself and two of my sisters and uh, we had a great day we stopped at uh, at Robert's lot lot number five and Robert did the same thing he took us and showed us around wow. and told us finds and so on and uh, I have some very very tragic news about Robert and um, he passed away in January oh did he yeah oh, a wow. lot of people don't know that um, and I didn't I, I didn't post it just I, I guess I didn't want to hear, you know, is he number seven? Is he number seven? I just oh, no, yeah. hear that because he was truly a gentleman and uh, had a, a very serious passion for the island. And he found some That's very cool. cool things that he donated to the museum and so on. So it, it was very sudden and um, and very tragic. And yeah, so um, again, a lot of people don't know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. In your trail, how did Fred did Fred approach you about buying the museum? Yeah, well, he approached a very good friend of ours who was in real estate at the time, and uh, and Mike said, "You guys, you know, you, you think you might be interested." We were staying in our boat at Oak Island Marina um, on the weekend, so we were like, huh. "Yeah, we'll go over and look at it." But the t two times we came to look at it, it was foggy and rainy, and we looked at it and thought, mm, "Yeah, no, maybe not." And then we went to dinner one night. We were like, are we crazy? Of course we want that property. So, <laughs> so put in an offer on it. And Fred was pretty anxious to sell it because he needed the money to barge excavation equipment to the island because he wasn't allowed to cross the causeway. So when he was running well, yeah. fun, so he, he gave us, uh, you know, a really, really good deal, smoking deal. And, uh, and yeah, it, it, I mean, it didn't look like it does now. We did a lot of landscaping work, the rock wall um it was we were losing it to the ocean just like the islands eroding to the ocean so uh yep. so yeah yep. but, but it was a great uh, a great purchase we love it here wow that's great speaking, speaking of the ocean and the island you've had reported a bunch of stones going over like they're, they're fighting erosion and everything is that what they're doing it looks like yeah. yeah they're they're building a rock wall i think around the entire island i mean a lot of it is rock now you can see that in a lot of my pictures over in uh, right you know all the way from really the tip of the island all the way around isaac's point right into uh to smith's cove and around so but they have to i mean they're losing a mm -hmm. lot around every time i kayak around i'm thinking am i going to see a treasure chest sticking out of the bank because <laughs> <laughs> from the erosion yeah exactly <laughs> never know <laughs> you never know that's absolutely right i did have a question here from phil i'm gonna bring it up on the screen there and he was asking did you ever meet dan blankenship and how was he uh he said he got the chance to meet him briefly before he died seemed really nice yeah i'm that's a bit of a tough question when we purchased the land from fred we kind of inherited their feud um, oh it's unfortunate but just because we bought here I'm um, that I don't know it is we've always had a very rocky relationship with Dan until wow. his final years at which point he was 
you know, he was uh, pretty happy to see everybody and talk to everybody. And <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the relationship with Dan has been rocky. Wow. Did, you, did you buy the land where you are now before Rick and Marty started doing it? Way before, way before. Yeah. 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 Wow. Then another one of the questions that came up, um, let's see, and that that was Deborah. Um, Deborah D had asked about the um, how long you had lived there, and uh, have you ever been on a tour? Um, one of the questions also was about this was from Barbara asking about have and I, we kind of touched on it briefly there, talking about the 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 lights, you know, the ghost lights on the island uh, or a ghost ship. Have you seen either of those at all over the years? <laughs> No, I haven't haven't seen any of those. Uh, always looking, but, but I haven't. No. And like I said, I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah. I mean, we so, were supposed no. to, but Fred, mm -hmm. Fred kind of uh, had offered us a lot on the island at one point. Um, again, mm -hmm. and it, it's a really long story. And uh, I'm, I was always kind of afraid to live on the island. Like Fred, he would never stay over there, ever. He would never right. stay there. So I've heard some pretty serious ghost stories from over there. So I'm thinking mm, I may not want to stay there by myself. Just, I don't know if you heard that squawking in the background, but I think that's what scared Marty one time. That was just a, a, a crane had flown by and it was squawking. And anyone that would know better would probably be running scared now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, well, we've, we're, we're going to have a show coming up here in the next uh uh, next week or so where we're actually talking about some of the um, the uh, haunted uh, things the paranormal experiences on the island and that is one of them where Marty was talking about uh, leaning up against the vehicle at night they were down by 10x and he heard just he said a blood curdling scream and that's so that's what it was there huh well maybe I mean Rick told probably us that was sounded a little different when Rick told it to us he said that his brother Marty was convinced there's nothing over there and thought they were being ridiculous so he actually decided to stay over there on his own and told rick to leave and rick did leave and he did hear something and just ran and uh, i think he even caught up with rick before he got off the island and just said yeah i'm not staying <laughs> so oh I mean, my make different noises you wouldn't think but seals can make a very strange haunting noise at night as well and there's a there's a ledge not far from Oak Island that has a lot of seals on it. So at night, oh, really? really calm nights, you can hear that. Oh, wow. That's really mm -hmm. interesting. That would be awesome to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You've you got some great stories. I really appreciate that. So um, there was another question that was from, uh, let's see, this was from Jan. And she asked, what is your theory about the Oak Island mystery? Oh, I knew that. You <laughs> You know we had to ask that. Uh, no, I know when people ask me that all the time. And I just like to sit on the fence on that one because I'm not, I don't like to commit either way. You know, it's, it, it, uh, it's a tough question. Mm -hmm. I know. I know that, see, my, my big thing is that I think there's been many, many, we know that the British have been there, the French have been there, you know, all this over the years. I think pirates have been in the area. So who's to say there hasn't been many people on and off that island over the years? there have i mean pictures show houses lots of houses they should be finding more stuff i think mm -hmm. where did they put all the rubbish i mean i i don't know it's a it just seems like there should be more mm -hmm. they're not I showing think they're not but. 
Well, there's a lot of stuff too that you know, and, and as you well know from watching it from your side of the uh, the uh, causeway there, that there's so much filming. Well, you just mentioned that 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 uh, Marty and our uh, Maddie Blake and them were out there for a couple of hours, and only a very small portion of that will be seen on TV. So there's a lot of footage that's taken that never makes it. It ends up on the cutting room floor. So who knows? And they came with the jackhammer and and. Uh, the place was a mess inside and my husband called me he goes yeah the guys want to come over and take those rocks and i said okay i'll clear a spot because it's storage right now and uh, mm -hmm. he said yeah okay and then uh, he called me back a couple minutes later and he's like they want you on this show and i'm like are you kidding me i just i just spent like 15 minutes cleaning that place and so i was a mess and when they showed up i'm like okay where's hair and makeup because i don't want to be on the show without him <laughs> <laughs> that's not good but we got through it but uh, they filmed for at least eight hours that day and eight See? hours next day and i was on for two minutes not even so right exactly. a, lot was, a lot was cut for sure they even had my husband was looking in the window laughing at me and uh he's i'm like okay great thank you so much for that and the next day they asked him if he would be filmed because they couldn't get the rocks out. They were too big and too heavy. So oh, he had oh, a little... Yeah. So they filmed him for eight hours. So I got my, my chance to make fun of him. But then they cut him completely. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, we had a question, too, that popped up here from uh, talking about Lot 5 and uh, Robert Young and his passing. Do you know or do you have any knowledge if it stayed in, it's going to stay in the Young family? A uh, lot. Yeah. I believe that was a stipulation in his will, actually. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I know yeah. that uh, Oak Island Tours owns so much of it, you know, other than Lot 5 and, and some of the other pieces. But, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. He, he wanted that um, maintained and, and not, not dug and not destroyed. And, and you, know, you just kind of have to respect that because he, he really respected the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Karen, I have a question about the causeway. Is it as narrow as I think it is? Because from some of the pictures that you've given us, when you get a semi going across there, it looks like it's taking up just about the whole road, you know, going oh, in. When they took that uh, research building across, it was hairy. I, it, oh, yeah. Get that across. But uh, um, you certainly couldn't pass a big truck or even a dump truck. Um, now they've they've widened it a little bit since Dorian, and a couple of there are a couple of spots where you can get by another car, um, and people did try to squeeze by before that, but it is narrow. Um, our number one goal is to get an opening in that causeway because uh, it was put in as a temporary structure and never taken out. And in this day and age, you would never be allowed to do that ever. Mm. Uh, really damaging the environment on the other side on the. Oh, yeah. uh, it's like there's a, a silt buildup of at least two feet and oh, wow. um, when you snorkel there it's like snorkeling on the moon you see nothing there's nothing mm. alive it's all dying so we really have to get an opening in that causeway it's got and to maybe be put a, a bridge across or something yeah and let Even the water flow anything to let the water flush mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna now is that owned by the twirl or is that owned by the province it's owned by the province Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we know that Dunfield put that in years ago. So yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So wow. um, 
with what's happening there. It's because it's really killing that side of the bay. Um, but we're working on it. Well, that's good. And let's see, that's the, that, those are the type of things that we don't, uh, you know, as viewers, we never hear about. But it's, it's absolutely, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because it is an environmental issue that needs to be looked at for sure. Huge. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I mean, um, sure. You, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We've had salmon jumping on the inside part that found their way around somehow, but nor they would normally have have gone between the mainland and Oak Island. Um, we've had porpoises in there and stuff, but um, yeah, it's got to be opened. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Very interesting. I had another picture that I wanted to show here too, real quick, because we got to find out. Uh, we know that you had a. Um, uh, oh, looks like you're heading inside. <laughs> I know, just uh, moving. I've got to plug in or I'm going to lose you guys for sure. Oh, we don't want that to happen. No, yeah, get plugged in. Yeah. While I, you're I doing that, I'm going to I'm gonna find this other yeah. picture I was looking for. <clears throat> okay. There we go. Oh, look at that. Yo, you got the lights on the awning there and everything. Oh, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got a great spot here. We have to stay in our trailer because uh, sense of fire. Um, but yeah, I'm going to sit you down there just for a second. And you're supposed to be showing some pictures while I'm doing this. Yep. Yep. I'm, well, I'm going to pick one up here. Let's see. Yeah. You go right ahead and get that all set. Um, as I flip through the, oh, there it is. All right. Okay. So here's one of the ones that I'm going to show. And we're going to, uh, now that Karen was actually talking to us about the, um, the fire um, in the, and I believe the fire was in the boathouse, I believe. Um <clears throat> yep, and and uh, there was some damage, of course, and hopefully that's all getting repaired um, and getting back to where you can stay in there again. Yeah, no, they haven't really done anything. A lot of people have been asking about that, but yeah, it's uh, like cold molasses. So it's mm. completely died. We won't be using it anymore this year. Oh, wow. Okay, that's too bad. Yeah. Now, we were kind of wondering what happened to uh, these two folks right here. <laughs> they, became, they were becoming quite the mainstay around the place there. And we haven't seen them in a while. So what's uh, what's up with these two? They're actually suffering from smoke inhalation at the moment. <laughs> smoke inhalation. Oh, so they were in the fire. Oh, my goodness. They were. And I know that they're great little mascots. And I'm, I'm my sister made them and uh, uh, did a fabulous job on them. And we had the gang name them, which is really cool. But, uh, but yeah, since the fire, they've been... I'm kind of confiscated by the insurance company and they are trying to clean them. So we'll hopefully get them back. I, I, you know what? I, I met a complete blank. All of a sudden I drew a blank. Now I know what was the, what was the, uh, the, the, the man's name there? Bobby Dazzler. Bobby Dazzler. That's right. I should have yeah. remembered that. Why did I remember that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Bobby Dazzler. That's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cause we saw, you know, and folks said, if you have, like I said, if you haven't been out to uh, uh, her Facebook page, Karen's Facebook page, you really need to check that out. And uh, you've seen a lot of pictures from the past had these two or one, I had Bobby in it. He was always looking around and finding his way around and uh, you know, being the, the, the ham in the pictures all the time. So yeah, you got to check that out. And he's standing right there by the, they are standing next to the cannon. And of course, looking across to the, uh, to the interpretive center there. So yeah, I had to ask about them too. So hopefully we'll see them back soon. Uh, hopefully when they get on uh, creating a new, a new mascot. And I also wanted to ask if I could get this, let's see. Uh, you were, you, um, 
uh, where is it now? The our it's the Oak Island uh, one of the permanent residents. If I can get to find. Oh, here we go. Here's the picture, and this is the Osprey. Osprey, yeah, yeah. Uh, they come back every year. They build in that same tree. Um, Hurricane Dorian, unfortunately, took them out completely. First mm. time I've seen because we've had a few hurricanes, but uh, but yeah, they rebuilt last year and uh, had two little offspring in there this year, which is fantastic. And they uh, they don't really like us getting too close, but uh, mm. they're very cool. Very cool. Well, they talk to you when you get kind of close, right? <laughs> or yelling at you, one or the other. Yeah, they warn you. <laughs> yeah, you're infringing on their territory. So, And they fish here in the bay all the time. We see them diving for, uh, for mackerel. Wow. Um, so yeah, and take take the whole fish back to the nest. So yeah, it's, it's, they're they're fun to watch. Wow, that's neat. And you yep. also have deer on the island, if I remember correctly, too, oh, right? My. So many deer. Yeah, we had uh, eight deer on just uh, not not that long ago. They were um, five were coming across the causeway, three were going back. They met on our lawn, and uh, they were the little ones were all playing and jumping and. It was so cute to watch, but uh, and then all eight of them just roamed away together. So, uh, so yeah, there are a lot of deer on that island. Now they would have to come across the causeway, I would think. Every night, every night. Yep. So that's just their little tour. Yeah, they <laughs> they go on their own little tour over onto the island. That's pretty funny. They go back. They'll go back in the morning, and luckily they tend to get it back before the gang starts arriving. But sometimes they don't, and they wait. And they go between traffic or they'll swim. They'll swim across the bay. Yep. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. I'm just going to look at some of the other questions we had. Sherry D was asking, have you met uh, all, and we kind of touched on this a little bit. Have you met all the uh, fellowship of the dig members? Um, and oh, tell her I love her post and what's happening on the causeway. So you got a lot of fans. I mean, we got quite a few people watching right now that are I, big fans of yours. I got to tell you. So have you met pretty much everybody as far as the uh, the fellowship of the dig? I think so. Yeah, pretty much. I, I maybe if I don't meet them in person, they're always waving and driving by. I don't think I've ever really met Steve personally, but I'm. But Laird and Doug actually stopped tonight to ask how things were going with the uh, the rebuild on the um, boathouse. And mm -hmm. he had hoped that we were back in and enjoying it. So he was rather surprised to hear that, you know, nothing's really been done. Uh, mm, yep. so yeah, have, have you met the new archaeologist yet or two from last year? No, actually, I haven't met. Uh, just mostly just the fellowship <laughs> gang that I've met. And Doug was over. Um, and dug up those railroad cars that we found. And uh, um, we spent a fair amount of time here last year digging those up. So uh, they're still up there sitting in the grass. Actually, the grass is getting kind of long around them. But uh, but yeah, so uh, so most of them, and of course, I've known Charles for years. I've known Charles before he was ever involved with Oak Island. So, uh, so yeah. Now, they uh, they were actually on your property. We saw a picture. I think this was uh during covid or uh, we saw them there was some uh uh train car wheels or small gauge train car wheels or cart wheels or something that were found in your property right how did that all come about well fred <clears throat> used to have well he i mean he had the museum here so uh, i think a lot of things came over from the island and uh, he um, he had these railroad road cars he was using them as a bird feeder <laughs> so and uh, tom <laughs> remember that i mean i guess the guys were looking 
tires these wheels for quite some time. There are four oh. in existence. We were able to track down three sets, but they could never find the fourth. And Tom told them he thought for sure his dad was using them as a bird feeder here. So uh, they asked if they could come over and look. And I said, well, you have to metal detect because when we landscape, they must have been pushed off to the side. We thought it was a bird feeder. I mean, so, uh -huh. uh, and they're huge and heavy. So, um, so Doug wanted to do that, come over with him, um, with Gary and metal detect. But when I was gardening one day, I, I just put some weeds over to the side near the swamp on our property. And I'm like, Ooh, that looks like a piece of metal sticking up there. And sure enough, it was the, the, the uh, wheel. So he and his son, Doug and his son came over and dug for hours and, uh, and uncovered them. So he took a bunch of pictures and, and he was doing some, some research on them. So, wow. Yeah. So they were just some carts that were used on the island or some the wheels. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were done and used in one of the explorations. So there were railroad cars there. And, you know, that's how they got. I don't know if it was used during one of the excavations. So they, they were taking material from the money pit or were they putting stuff in the money pit? Who knows? Right. But um, but yeah, they uh, that's why I was surprised when it was such a shock to find those spikes. Those they look like railroad spikes to me. So and we know there were mm. railroad you know, ties there. So I don't know. Anyway, they were very interested to find it. They, Doug actually asked if I might be interested in, in them filming that, but I said no, because I'd have to sign a non-disclosure and what would my uh, be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exactly. You wouldn't be able to share all the great stuff with us that you do. If you did that, I know we, and we, I, and again, I know I've mentioned this already, but I, I, I thank you so much for that. It's, it's such a joy to be able to get a little bit of inside information that you share with us in the pictures and everything. It's just so wonderful. Um, also, one of the things that I know that you um, you do, uh, let me see if I can find this picture. And you, you mentioned it earlier, is the sea glass that you, uh, you collect. Now, where do you find all this sea glass? Oh, I, I travel. In lot. the sea, right? In the sea. <laughs> I go to beaches all the time. My sister and I are very avid glass hunters, so uh, so I'll check out all of the islands, all of the islands, and uh, and here on the beach, but not so much here. We don't get a lot, whole lot here. Um, but Nova Scotia has a lot of great spots for beach glass. So uh, so yeah, we uh, we find a lot and we we make a lot of different things with it. So wow. So I mean, I know you. I've seen you sell some. You sell some of it too, right? In yeah, like yeah. necklaces and things like that. The stuff I find from around here, the small pieces, we do put in lockets and uh, and sell those. Just people were asking all the time, you know, do you have anything? And and so yeah, we started doing some lockets and uh, and quite a few other different things. And um, uh, actually, my husband's cousin's wife started uh, our <clears throat> Oak Island from the other other side of the Causeway uh, gift shop. Um, because we were having so many people asking for things. So, uh, so yeah, she looks after that for us and does a great job of it. Now, where is it, where can people go to find that if they want to purchase? Do you, are you still doing it right now? Is it still happening or looks after it okay. for me? It's, it's just Oak Island from the other side of the Causeway gift shop and it's on the Facebook. Um, there's probably okay. a link on my page where there is, but, uh, yeah, you can just search it out and, uh, a lot of different things. Connie's a, a professional photographer and, and, uh, um, does amazing work with water drops. So uh, she has some of her products there too. And, and uh, yeah, beautiful things. Okay. So uh, yeah, make sure that I wanted to mention that. And I know that uh, Linda was talking about, she, Linda has a, uh, let's see, what is it? I know you have a piece of it. Linda was talking about it just a moment ago. Uh, uh, oh, 
Yeah, Jan says, I love my sea glass necklace, and so does uh, Linda has one as well. So I wanted to encourage people to go check that out if you would like to get a piece of that uh, or a necklace that has the sea glass in it. Um, you check it out. Find them, find it on her uh, on her Facebook. Now, is there other things that you sell as, as well, or is it just pretty much oh, those? Bonnie, as I mentioned, is a professional photographer. She's done some uh, photography on the island. She's got uh, mm -hmm. Rick's or um, Rick's tree, which has been very popular, and um, uh, Dan Blankenship's old drill truck. Uh, she, Connie has beautiful images of uh, those. Actually, she's got them on sale, which blows me away because um, great prices for beautiful works, beautiful uh, prints, all matted. Um, so yeah, definitely do check those out because um, they're pictures that you wouldn't get anywhere else. They're beautiful pictures. Yeah, exactly. And actually, I knew the answer to that question, but I had to ask you anyway for the folks here watching because I actually um, got one of those for uh, Jan. I got her a picture of Rick's oak, and I and I oh. ordered that for her and had her send send that to her because she I knew she loves Rick's oak tree so much, and so I did that. And yeah, she said she loves it, but I and that was just a you know one of those things, and I I had to uh, I, I had to do I just had to do that for. Her. So, that's, but we appreciate that. A beautiful tree, and it's Rick's favorite tree on the island. So, uh, so yeah, we have uh, we have a beautiful shot of it, and a couple of different angles and uh, some black and white mm -hmm. and some color. Great options there. Yep. Um, let's see, man. I was uh, just still looking. Oh, here's one that, that I know. This was, um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, Amy, Amy M asked this question and she said, okay, ask Karen to, oh, we lost her. Yeah. I didn't realize we lost her. I'm down here. We, just, we, just, we just lost her, Jeff. Oh boy! All right, so hopefully she'll get right back here, folks. Sorry about that, but uh, um, I hope her phone didn't die. She was going to plug it in, I know. So we'll just keep talking along here until we get her back. Uh, in the meanwhile, been very learned a lot of different little things mm -hmm. that you know. Yeah, I could imagine looking out your window and just seeing a traffic going back and forth, you know. And I know. And everything else. Mm -hmm. That's really. I did. I. Don't want to get back to her about the one about the Canada. I think that's classic. Oh, the story. Yeah, we have to have her tell that story. Uh, there and, are uh, great stories that she has out on um, on her, uh, you know, her Facebook page. Uh, if you click on those, you can go through and read some of the um, the different stories that in, in her blog. Uh, really, in her very blog, and she's not doing it right now. But it yeah. was really well done. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got some great stories. Where well, that was where I was headed with this was uh, that I was going to ask Amy's question about uh, a good, funny, or uh, interesting Rick story, her favorite Rick story. So we'll get that when she gets back here. Hopefully, hopefully she gets back. Uh, I'm just looking at my messaging with her to see if she's going to let me know what happened there. So hopefully we'll get her back. But I wanted to show this picture here. This is one of my favorites. The sunset. There's their boathouse right there, the one that had the fire, uh, unfortunately. Um, but they're working on that. So there's the boathouse, and of course, one of their boats that's uh, tied up there. And isn't that a beautiful picture? Yeah. yeah just... The thing I kind of liked about it, as she said earlier, Rick stopped by and asked how they were doing. She's yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's what I was telling everybody. I said, uh oh, we lost her. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're working from our trailer, and the internet connection is sketchy. I was surprised it worked so well this long. But yeah. So, yeah, we're back. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for trying and coming back. I appreciate that very much. Um, the question that I was I was actually uh, getting ready to ask you uh, was, uh, this was from Amy M. And she wanted to know, she says, can you ask uh, Karen 
to share her favorite Rick story. What's your favorite Rick? You probably have several, but what's your favorite Rick story? I do. I'm actually um, probably a very avid fan of Rick's from the United States. I had volunteered to work in the uh, over in the museum. Apparently there was an opportunity. I didn't know anything about it, but uh, mm -hmm. she contacted me and said, yes, you know, they told me I could. So I'm coming and uh, can I stop by and meet you and blah, blah, blah. So I said, yeah, sure, definitely. And uh, she came, but nobody on the island really recognized her name or knew even anything about it. I think there had been a staff change or something had taken place, but she was mm. so disappointed because she had worked her vacation around being able to volunteer there for a week or so. And mm -hmm. her dad was a United States postal worker. And oh, okay. she brought a button from her dad's uniform to give to Rick. And uh, so, you know, now that she's not working there, she wouldn't see Rick and, right. and she didn't get to see him. But I was just talking to him one day and I explained this whole story to him. And he goes, oh, I'm, I feel so bad. Like, what could I ever do? And I said, well, if you wouldn't mind, you know, can I take a picture of you with her dad's button? Maybe that would maybe that would be good. And uh, wow. I said, absolutely. So he came into the boathouse and. I gave him the button and I have a great picture of him posing with it. And, uh, and I sent it off to her and she was so, so appreciative of that. And, uh, wow. and it was just really sweet of him. He, he genuinely felt bad that that had ever happened and uh, he wanted to make it up to her. So he was, wow. you know, very, very, very sweet about it and, uh, and stayed and chatted and had a beer with us and stuff. So it was all good. <laughs> and that's the thing about Rick, you know, we, we, I, and I, I mentioned this earlier that we get that impression that Rick is just a great guy. I, I would love to meet him. Hopefully one day I get to meet him that uh, we were going to, you know, take my mom to the Island um, last year. And of course COVID happened and uh, we weren't able to do that. Um, but you know, one of these days I got to get to the Island. I've never been there, even though I, I talk about know. it every week. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're here talking about it and, Closing or so, but oh, I know. You need to get here. I know, I do, and I would, and that, and that's something that you know. It, and the folks that are watching have heard me say this time and time again. But doing this show has been such a a blessing to me over the you know the course of this time that I've been doing it, uh, and the fact that I've gotten to meet such wonderful people like yourself, and it, it's just been an awesome blessing. And hopefully, I get to meet Rick and uh, and all of them someday down the road here. You know, it's so neat to you know because you're you live living right there. I mean. You, you probably have stories where you meet uh, people, you know, uh, a Carmen or whoever around, you know, in a, in the, in mug and anchor or in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carmen's actually, I think, I don't think he lives locally here. I haven't run into right. Car Carmen anywhere locally, although I'm pretty sure that was his Corvette going back and forth across the causeway 92 times yesterday. But um, um, yeah, I, I see Gary all the time and uh, and rick and and uh, marty and charles and and you know most of them a lot uh, mm -hmm. so yeah it's, it's it's so commonplace for me i know one of the followers had posted oh my god i saw rick turning into the road going to oak island she was so excited and everybody <laughs> congratulated her and i'm like oh my god i see that every day <laughs> yeah i know that's the thing you do it's just commonplace for you i know that's yeah. something yeah <laughs> you know, speaking of speaking of the Corvette, and this was uh, I, I had actually grabbed this again. I, I I borrowed, folks. I borrowed a few pictures uh, that I'm showing tonight. I borrowed from 
um, the uh, her, uh, Karen's Facebook page, uh, Oak Island from the other side of the causeway. And I got a permission, and I'm gonna, you know, I gotta make sure that I don't keep them. Um, but at one of the one of the little videos that she posted, we just talked about it was, and I'm gonna show this real quick. And this was was the one where, whoops, I got the wrong picture there. Hold on a mm -hmm. second. This is the one where um, it was um, uh, the car that she just spoke of. Let's see if I can get this pulled up here. And uh, which one? There it is. Okay. Now, here we go. And whoops, it'll go here in just a second. Watch this real quick. Nope, I can hit play. Oh, I got to hit play up here. Sorry. <laughs> Same vehicle goes back and forth, back and forth. I didn't realize oh, my voice was there. By now. Good heavens. <laughs> Sometimes this is painful to watch. <laughs> I was actually talking to goes back and forth. That's back funny. And forth. Surely they have now, you know, and I remember when you and I were talking, you had said that the license plate said Oxman or something like that. Oxman. And I was like, who and I was that? like, yeah, I was doing the same thing. I'm like, what? Oh, what? That's an odd name. And then Linda, I mentioned it to Linda. She goes, that's got to be Carmen. Not and I'm like, oh. It's got to be Carmen. He's the guy with the oxen. So, yeah. And she identified that right off the bat. I was totally impressed. <laughs> and I actually looked him in the face and I didn't recognize him as he was driving by. But well, apparently uh, he doesn't have his beard, beard anymore. So yeah. He looks totally different. He looks, 10 <laughs> he, looks years 40 year, he looks 40 years younger without the beard. <laughs> At least 10, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah, folks, there is uh, Carmen. Now, Jen and I've had Carmen on the show before. We had a great time yeah, talking with him and talking about the oxen and the book that he wrote about the, the proper care and, and uh, feeding and all that of the oxen. And uh, but he had said at the time that he's he I don't think he's ever been on Oak Island. Well, there he is right there driving across. <laughs> so now he has. He's back, been on it. Back and forth. <laughs> Back several times. And of course, you know, folks, that's the, you know, and it, 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 you was talking about um, Maddie Blake being out there and they were filming and he was out there for a couple of hours trying to film whatever it was he was filming. Uh, like you said, probably the intro to one of his, um, his drilling down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably the, probably the season premiere, I would imagine having to do with that. Um, but you know, it, 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 the car going back and forth and back and forth. And you see on the show, as you as we watch the show and somebody new is coming on, they're showing it. They're showing the car driving across. And there was that drone. The drone was actually flying along, getting that picture. And, you know, and for you, I mean, we're all like, oh, who's coming on the island? And for you, you're like, really? This is like the 30th time. You know, come on, folks. Wrap this <laughs> Sometimes they'll send the car across with just one of the guys in it, you know, the camera guys. Mm -hmm. And then I think they they actually film the person that's supposed to be um, on one or two two takes. But yeah, they they do it a lot. And uh, with Maddie, I could have recited the opening to uh, to last season's season premiere. I heard it over and over and over and over. So oh yeah, that's right. You would be able to hear it because you're right there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's very true. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you about the cannons. You had. You had some fun with those cannons, yeah. With people, and I, I think our members would kind of appreciate what you did there. <laughs> well, we try to keep as many people, you know, off the property as we can. I mean, we we've come home to wedding parties being photographed on our lawn, uh, uh, people having picnics in the Adirondack chairs, and and unfortunately, again, there's the good and the bad. They'll stuff their garbage in the cannons or. Uh, you know, there's the, yeah, anyway, I could go on forever, but um, 
everyone wants to look inside of a cannon. I don't know why, but they see a cannon and they'll walk over and they'll touch it and look around, see if anybody's looking. And then always they'll go around and look in the cannon. So, uh, so I put an artificial mouse in there. And uh, when I'm sitting in my trailer, people don't know I'm here mostly. Like if, unless they see my vehicle parked somewhere obvious, and I don't always do that, I'm, because I, it's fun to watch sometimes. And you wouldn't believe what people do on those cannons. But back to the most. Uh, so okay, always, yeah, let's skip that. <laughs> they'll always go around and look, and then the reactions are hilarious with the, when they see the most. And I've done more than just mice. I've done rats and snakes. And this, and, and it, people always take them. They take them. So I, I actually resorted to filling them up with Vaseline. So, uh, so yeah, when they have a mouse in their pocket, it's not really pleasant. So uh, anyway, I, I tried gluing <laughs> them. I tried everything. And still they disappear. So wow. back to the dollar store. To pick, we pick up another mouse or a rat or whatever strikes my <laughs> fancy that day. <laughs> That's You know, yeah, I mean... I guess people are just, they want that little piece of Oak Island, even if it has nothing to do with Oak Island. That would, that would, make, a great vid, that would make a great video. I know. I know. Oh, but, would. but people on those cannons, it's really something to watch. Like I'll, one example is a father and obviously his father and a little boy. It might have been two or three. And dad and granddad prop the kid on the cannon and they're backing up with their camera, backing up. And I'm in the trailer going, no, like don't leave that kid on the cannon. Oh, no. um, and of course the kid went falling off the cannon and there's all kinds of tears and, uh, but obviously mummy wasn't around because I'm not picturing her doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah they, they just propped him up on the cannon and backed up and I'm like, Oh no, this is not, not good. But, but yeah, it's, it's always interesting to watch for sure. Mm, I'll bet. So um, another question that we had was about hobbies. And, and this person, this was Annie M. Uh, Ann M. And uh, she said, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to um, allow us to see what's happening with all of your pictures and everything. And, of course, coming on the show. Um, she wanted to, she was curious, what hobbies do you do have during the wintertime? Do you have, like... I, I should ask my husband to come in and answer that question because <laughs> it just blows <laughs> his mind. I, yeah, no, I... My twin sister and I create a tremendous amount of different things, um, driftwood art and resin art and, um, of course, seagrass, glass art, windows, um, you name it. It would blow your mind if you saw either one of our studios. Well, the studios, that's the fancy name for the room that we use to do all of our stuff. But, <laughs> but I call this a studio. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have. I'm just a room. So. Yeah, we make a lot of stuff. That's great. Mm -hmm. That yeah, that would uh, you know, I, and again, yeah, that's that's that, um, uh, I, and I'm assuming I'm going to say retired life that I uh, I have not experienced yet. So uh, either I have two jobs. So uh, two oh my goodness, jobs. see. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, my husband and I are home builders. We build, uh, do new construction, mm -hmm. and have had for have been doing so for upwards of 35 years now. Oh. And uh, I also sell on um, a line of building sheds and uh, bunkies and cabins for old hickory which is uh um, products built by mennonites and uh, i'm one of their dealers so i send sell a lot of old hickory buildings too oh yeah oh, pretty busy so I how guess. many months a year are you uh, by the causeway i'm we literally live here from um, probably late april until 
late October. And then I'm, I'm back and forth pretty steady throughout the rest of the time. But it can be a little desolate here in the winter. I mean, it gets it's blustery. It blows across that causeway and uh, and you've got your storms and so on. We don't get a lot of snow, but we get a lot of wind and, uh, you know, cold and nasty weather. So we have a, another cottage that we uh, that we stay at. So we just sold our, our house, our house that we've been in for 32 years. And now we're kind of a no fixed address. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Like to yeah I, yep. And I thought about that at one point, you know, take it and uh, doing the show. If I had a, if I had an art, you know, a motorhome like you have or a, a camper trailer, RV, and I could just travel around from place to place and do the show oh, yeah. remote all over the place. I could, That's I could park right. right next to your fence right there That's and just exactly. you know, right next exactly. to the sign that says, no parking. Every time a tourist comes down, you hold your breath because are they going to hit my car? Are they going to hit my trailer? Mm. You know, you, you have to what, take the good with the bad, but you'd see lots of action. <laughs> oh, did you well. have trouble this year getting on, getting back because of COVID and everything else? Um, there was just, we've been very, very lucky here in Nova Scotia, not too, too many cases and really a total lockdown that only lasted, hmm, maybe four weeks or so that we were not even al allowed to move from cottage to cottage. Oh, that wow. was, that was very tough, but it was very short. Um, and really, if you tell me I'm, I can't go to a beach somewhere, that's like cutting off my arm. So, uh, so yeah, that was tough, but, but the cases have been low. We've been really blessed here. And, um, so there was just a, probably a four week span there that we had to stay put that you could not move around. But other than that, We've been pretty good. Um, one of the uh, Facebook um, uh, folks was asking a question about, uh, is there any weather events that stands out to you that uh, have <laughs> happened over the years? Oh, yeah, Dorian. Hurricane Dorian was was hard on us. That was probably one of our worst storms. And uh, um, the, the boat host was actually an island. Um, the, the oh, wow. Completely around it. The, uh, the water was right up to our trailer on this side and that's pretty far if you notice in any of the pictures we're set back from the water but um and then we have a swamp beside us that mm -hmm. had flooded with salt water so all of the trees and vegetation on in and around the swamp it's all dead like this the salt water stayed for a long time so mm -hmm. it killed all of the the um the trees and such so that all has to be cleaned out of there but that one was that was a bad storm for us um like i said we've had a few storms but that was probably the worst yeah i knew it the major damage to the causeway right yeah that's, that's what it. i was just gonna say yeah. yeah major damage to the causeway and uh and it literally moved around some of those cannons i mean those are not little cannons and uh and bill uh, billy told me that they, it was tossing those big boulders up just like they were little pebbles over there on the really? island he wow. said it was mind-boggling they stayed on the island for uh for the duration to see what was going on there and he said it was it was amazing wow i would imagine so yeah, but it, it, uh, yeah. wow so you know in your looking around and going around at you know with the kayak around have you have you actually found anything did you ever see anything of interest that uh I know uh, there know was you're... a freezer washed up on oak island one a day freezer. That kind of surprised me yeah a deep freeze <laughs> The cover was off it. I was thinking, was did somebody float here in that? Or, mm. but yeah, that was actually on the island, which blew my mind. Um, but you know, I, I you see all kinds of debris and and buoys. I always like to grab the buoys when I see them on any island. Just I like right, them. they're cool. Um, 
driftwood. I have lots of driftwood. So, uh, so when I make lots of things out of driftwood, so I'm always out. Actually, I came in in my kayak just last week, and I had the whole back of my kayak piled high with driftwood. And a friend was here. He goes, "Oh, what were you doing? Like what?" <laughs> he called me relic, which is from an old TV show. But he's like, "What were you doing, scavenging around the beaches?" And but I brought it all home. So yeah, drives my husband crazy. <laughs> That's all right. You got to have something to do. Uh, I saw too that one of the one of the folks asked about um, uh, let's see about a coconut fiber. Said, "Ask Karen. Has Karen ever found any coconut fiber around that area?" Not that I've identified as such. No, I can't say that I have. I mean, no, I don't think so. We found lots of rocks with lots of uh, pyrite in it, full fool's gold in it. Um, oh wow! We we find that all the time. But uh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. but no, I haven't found any coconut. I'm not, I don't even know that I would recognize it as such. You know? I wouldn't, because I probably wouldn't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Seagrass, I mean, just the, the storm that Henry, um, we really didn't get hit, but the seas were rough. So the pile of seaweed and beach grass and everything that's on my beach right now, there's probably coconut yeah. fiber in that. If there's any around, it would be in that pile, but right. then the ocean will take it back. So it brings it and then it takes it away. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess that people that stay on the island during the winter, over the winter months, I, is there anybody that stays there at all? Oh, yeah, Dave, David and his wife. Okay, yeah, I thought maybe they did, yeah. They're the only people that stay on the island full time. Okay. I'm really, Dan and David are the only people that ever, you know, since I've been here, lived on the island. So, uh, so yeah, just the three of them. And Fred never, ever stayed there, but right. uh, Fred's son uses his cottage pretty consistently now. So, uh, so yeah, there's there's definitely activity there, but, yeah, it was pretty quiet. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you but had mentioned, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. David set back from the ocean. He's not on the water. He's kind of on inland. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, he's protected in there. Dan's house is on the water, but massive trees are in front of the house which is a shame because if i was there i would want to see the ocean oh absolutely um, not yeah. that anybody's been there for you know since dan passed but right. um, but yeah those big trees would have to go so they are more sheltered mm -hmm. now you had mentioned earlier about um you you kind of by by buying the property from fred nolan um that you kind of inherited that feud a little bit with dan how's that how's things if you don't mind my asking if you don't want to you don't have to but with dave is is things okay with dave and uh, no, a little rocky okay all right well we'll leave that alone all right <laughs> um, yeah so oh and linda linda brought up a good thing so you know and again this goes back to people that just happen to park around your property right there and just help themselves to stuff and you mentioned sitting in your adirondack chairs or something um, people walk in your home, I would assume, at some point, oh, too. Walk straight through, especially the boathouse, because the boathouse, I guess, looks like it might be part of the island. I don't know, but we've been in the, in inside having supper, and somebody will open the door and walk right in. Like, don't knock, just walk right in. Yeah, I'd like to book a tour. And uh, Excuse me, this is private. Well, I just want to book a tour, but no, you don't understand. This is private property. We're not associated. We had one guy walk right past us and go out on her deck, and he stands really? with his hands in his pocket. He's like, "Yeah, so that's Oak Island." I'm like, yeah, and this is private. So, uh, so I will tell you a funny story though. We did uh, for we had friends visiting with two little guys, and and I had buried a treasure for them. Um, and came up with a treasure map and just the whole Oak Island theme. Mm -hmm. I made the mistake of asking my husband to help me bury it. So he used his mini excavator. 
not a good idea. So, and I, I didn't see this being done, so I didn't realize how deep he put it. But in any case, the kids spent the entire weekend trying to decipher the map and come up with the clues. And finally, they had narrowed down the spot. But by then, it's raining sideways. It's blowing, mm. raining, just miserable. So they were digging and digging. And they're like, it's not here. And I looked at my husband. I said, it is there, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, it's there. Keep digging. So the poor little guys, they dug and dug and finally found it. And they were so excited. They, they grabbed this chest out and they tried to open it. But I'm like, let's just go into the boathouse. Let's get out of the storm and we'll open it in there. So off we go. There were six adults and the two little guys. And we go in and they're on the floor and we're all watching them open it. And they were so excited. And I turned around and there were two complete strangers in the group. And I, I said, excuse me, I'm can I help you? Like this, this is private property. Like they said, Oh, we thought this was all part of the Oak Island thing. You, we thought this was just, just something you guys did all the time. I said, no, no, no this is private property. I'm like, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, I could tell stories for days about people walking in. And there's one thing I kind of, you had in your blog in 2018. And it kind of really struck me by everything that you said about people walking in and, the fence, you know, the parking. If you ever wondered, would it ever go back to the way it was? Because you said it used to be you had just your diehard fans coming through and everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now you say there's 75 to 100 cars and 500 people on the weekend. Yeah. And I can imagine by this time, three years later, it's even worse oh, just wow. because of the fact that the show has just become a worldwide hit, number one on the History Channel. Oh, yes. Uh, I kind of like to get your thoughts on that. You know, how do you feel about it? How do you see it going forward? Well, I I would love it to be the way it was before. In all honesty, not going to happen. But. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, it was beautiful and peaceful, and we love it here. And uh, we had planned to build a house. That's That was our original plan. Uh, but with all that's going on, we're not sure if this is the right spot to put a house. So, you yeah, know, you'll never have any privacy. You'll never, you know, you're kind of open to the public. And the question is, I guess, you know, is that what you want in your retirement? I'm not sure. I'm me. I'm easy. My husband, no, he does. <laughs> he would like to have somewhere much private and yeah. talked about selling this place many times. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see. We're just playing it by ear right now and see what happens with the show. Like every year we're thinking, hmm, will there be another season? Won't there? Right. And, you know, it just kept going on and on and, and it continues to go on and on. So so we've just been in a holding pattern for quite a few years, waiting yeah. to see what happens. I yeah. could imagine economically it's been a boom for the area, I would imagine. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it has. I mean, the provincial government has put a tremendous amount into the film credit, you know, they subsidize the the um, the whole film industry and give them several million dollars every year towards this. So, mm -hmm. do we get all that back? Possibly, I don't know. Nova Scotia is pretty popular. It's always been very popular. Yeah. Uh, how many people are coming specifically for Oak Island? It's hard to say. I think Tony would be a better person to ask that. Yeah. He was, yeah. Before COVID, he was just booming, but you know, COVID is, has really changed everything. So it's a difficult thing to gauge, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, we're going to be uh, about wrapping this up because I know it's getting really late for you there, and I don't want to keep you up too late. Uh, <laughs> I, we did have a, one other question I wanted to ask you, and this was from John, and John asked about, have you ever found any semi-precious stones when you were looking for the sea glass and such? Um, hmm, that would be nice. No, but every piece <laughs> of sea glass is precious to me. Um, Absolutely, yeah. It's funny when we go looking. Um, Tony, for example, told us about a spot that we could rappel down a cliff to get to. That's it's difficult to reach, but he thought there were some good pieces. And of course, I called my twin sister. I'm like, okay, road trip. And uh, my husband's like, okay, bear in mind, you're looking for glass. You're not looking for gold. You're not looking for diamonds. Mm -hmm. You're looking for sea glass. Do not risk your life. <laughs> so, so uh, no, I haven't found anything precious yet. But like I said, every piece of sea glass is precious to me. Yeah, for sure. Yep. One uh, thing you have memories that you will remember for the rest of your life, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's sure. neat. Yeah, that's really neat. And I tell you, honestly, this has been such a treat for us to sh to have you come on and, and share your uh, stories with us and insights and uh, it, it, you know, and again, folks, I got to tell you that, that there's so many, and I know you haven't written on the blog in, in a couple I of years. Guilty as yeah. I should, because I have a lot of stories up here, but I, I, with two jobs, it's, it's difficult. Oh, I know. I can only imagine. But uh, anyway, you, if you haven't been out there to read those, uh, the blog uh, post and the pictures and stuff that's out there, you really need to do it. It's a treat, and there's some great, great stories out there. Um, to enjoy, and I, I got it. And you can go out and buy some of the uh, sea glass necklaces <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Um, any chance you might write a book about your experiences at some point? Oh my heavens, Rick has asked me to do that many times. <laughs> I said, no, nah, maybe I'll just stick with the blog. And he goes, no, write a book, write a book. Yeah, you you okay. write so well. I mean, it is very you know you your do blog, your blog was very very good. Oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think maybe one day I I would consider it, but. Uh, when I get some time. Yeah, exactly. I understand. All right. Well, I tell you what, folks, this has been a fascinating, we've been at oh, an hour and 20 minutes and this has oh, been has fascinating. Wow, that went far yeah. yeah, it really it does. Always. But I got to tell you, Karen, thank you so much for coming on the show Thanks with us here tonight. Me. It has been an absolute treat having you on. And I'd like to echo Jeff's statement. It's just been a pleasure to meet you, thank you. to be able to talk to you. And how would I Look at pictures. I can put a face with the picture. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, my plan was just to have landscape shots because I'm camera shy, but hey, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have been wonderful. You really have. And now that people and if people feel the same way, you know, we've had a lot of people watching here tonight. And now they can do the same thing. They can put a face to the stories that they read and and the pictures that we see and and the voice when you're out there on the kayak and you're talking <laughs> with your videos. We get the we hear that voice. Now we know I you. I speak a lot when I do that because I I don't like the sound of my voice on on the, the tapes, but maybe I'll do it more. That's great. No, you should. <laughs> you really should. I think you do a great job. Again, folks, wow, thanks for being here with us tonight. It's been great. Uh, Karen's been wonderful, and we really appreciate you all being here with us tonight and watching the show and uh, and enjoying this with us. So, And as I always say, if you're out there you know, on the YouTube, uh, click on that subscribe button for us, and we also have the Patreon channel if you'd like to help support the show. But again, thank you, Karen, so much, and we hope thank that you. you will come back at some point and and honor us by coming back on the show at some point down the road. Absolutely.
All right. You can hang out just a minute before we go, and I'll, I'm going to wrap that up. All right. Good night, folks. Everybody have a great rest of your weekend. We will catch you next time right here on the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond live stream. Thanks, Jack. Glad you're here. You. And Linda and Jan for all the hard work you did out there in the chat tonight. Thank you guys so very, very much. Thanks, all right. Guys. Good night. All right, well, that wraps up this recording. That was from a live show that we did on YouTube, on the YouTube channel, JFree906, with our special guest, Karen Publicover. Now, Karen has a Facebook page that is called Oak Island from the Other Side of the Causeway, and it is linked in the description of this broadcast. Karen was wonderful, and we really enjoyed having her on the show, and we hope that you enjoyed listening to her uh, stories that she told for us here tonight. Now, you can find more of our podcast on just about every uh, podcast platform by searching for JFree906 or by some of the names of the uh, interviews that we've done, like Karen Publicover. So we hope you've enjoyed this, and thank you so much for listening, and we hope you will enjoy more in the future. Bye now. <laughs>